Let's give him all the glory, all the praise and honor. It's not only the rock of ourselves, in him we walk. It's in the almighty God that we have our being. Lift your voice in thanksgiving. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Give him praise because he's God. There is none like unto him. Is the Lord. Is the Lord stronger. Is the Lord strong and mighty. Is the Lord mighty in battle. Is the sustainer of our life. Give him praise. Thank him for life and the gift of life. Thank him for how far in 2019. Return all the glory. Ask the Lord to speak to you expressly this morning. Even in the few minutes, let there be impartation. Let there be impartation of his word. Ask the Lord to send his word to your situation. Whatever you are going through, there is a word in season. Ask the Lord to send his word to you and change your life for the better. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Please sit down. God bless you. This morning, I want to continue somehow in the series we left. That's the leadership and management series. And today, I'll be dealing with, I'll be talking about dealing with low esteem. Dealing with low esteem. In Matthew chapter 3, from verse 13 to 17, Matthew 3, 13 to 17, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and cometh thou to me. And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straight away out of the waters. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and lightning upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. The Lord will be pleased with you, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to start by asking you a question. Between Jesus Christ and John the Baptist, who was the greatest? Answer me. Jesus was the greatest. You agree with me? Or do you agree with yourself? Why was he the greatest? Answer me. Because all power belongs to him. Okay, let's be like this. Between John the Baptist and Jesus Christ, who satisfied God most? Jesus satisfied God most. Uh, you agree with them? Any other opinion? All of you say it's Jesus. Why did you say it's Jesus? He died for you. Before you can make up your mind of the right question, you must know the calling of each of them. John the Baptist was not called to come and die for you. Are you following what I'm saying this morning? Before you can say your answer is A or B, 
You must know what each one of them was called to come and do. John the Baptist was called as a forerunner. Did he run well? He ran well. Jesus was called to come and die for your sins. Did he die? So who is the who satisfied God most? Is it Jesus? Ah, so John failed. He didn't fail. But he kept within his calling, is he? Beloved, you cannot compare both of them. They came for different things. And both of them passed their exams. You cannot say Jesus satisfied God more. Neither can you say John the Baptist satisfied God more. Both of them satisfied God. What they were sent to do, they did. John the Baptist spoke about Jesus. He said, he that is coming after me is mightier than me. He said, even his shoelaces, I cannot latch. But Jesus also said amongst children born of women, including himself, that none is as great as John the Baptist. Every one of them stood in their lane. And that's the problem we're having with low esteem. We are doing too much of comparison and it's affecting us. Jesus was not comparing himself with John. John was not comparing himself with Jesus. Everybody came for a particular reason. Let me extend it a little bit more between John the Baptist and Pharaoh. Who satisfied God most? Pharaoh. So yeah. Bible students. Who? Pharaoh that did not let the people of Israel go. And John the Baptist. Who satisfied God more? Eh? Pharaoh was created for that purpose. So he did well. Don't let's go to that now. But what I'm saying this morning is that before you compare yourself with your neighbor, with your co-worker in the office, you must know what God created you for. Otherwise, you will not be comparing apple with apple. Everyone has his own calling. Everyone has his own destiny. The Yorubas will say, when you compare your child with another child, you will kill your child. Taba fomo weomo ama lukonpa. Because one of them, you will always see somebody that is better than your child. And if everything you do is look at you, you see, you are not this. You will kill your son one day. God has designed us 
with a particular thing in mind. And that is what he's going to judge you with. In corporate organizations, it is your job description that they will use to appraise you. Is that not right? Is that not right? It is what they have told you that this is your job. When you came to the organization, this is your job. You cannot employ somebody to teach primary two and begin to appraise him with primary six. There is unhealthy competition amongst people. And that is leading to the state of low esteem. And that's why people commit suicide. When you compare yourself with this man, that man, you don't even know what the man is going through. All you are seeing is the outward appearance. Packaging. And you have decided that you have no use. You have decided that you cannot make it. Whereas when God spoke about, when Jesus spoke about you, in comparison, he was not comparing you, comparing you with even the John the Baptist. He said, any one of you who is a candidate of the kingdom, he said, you are even greater than John the Baptist. Is somebody following me this morning? Oh, Jesus said John was great. John said Jesus was great. But so that you would not go away with low esteem, Jesus said, as long as you're a candidate of the kingdom of heaven, you are even greater than John the Baptist. So what is the problem? Why are you of low esteem? Why do you think you cannot make it? Why do you think it is finished? Why are you contemplating suicide? The one that has made you has not forgotten you. The one that made you made you for a particular purpose. And that purpose shall be fulfilled in the name of Jesus Christ. My message to you this morning is that you must have a focus. Focus on that thing, that your assignment. Only that your assignment, that is what we are going to be judged with. They will not call John the Baptist in heaven and say, you did not die for our sin. Go to hell. No. They will not call Jesus and say, go, you did not, you did not, you are not a forerunner. You have not made it. Between Peter and Paul, none was greater. They had different commissioning and different ministries. One was called to the Gentiles. Peter was not called to the Gentiles. So why the unnecessary acrimony? Why the unnecessary comparison? Why are you comparing yourself with somebody who is going another direction? Women compare themselves with women. You don't know what is happening in this house. But because of the silver and gold that you have seen or that you are seeing, you think God has forgotten you. You are a special brand. You are specially made. You are not like any other person. And God is not, not saying that he wants to use you like he wants to use you, the other person. Our callings are different. 
Focus on your own. Success is measured in the direction of your focus. I'm not, a, I'm not an aviation person. You cannot say I should come I, I did not, I'm not able to fly plane and therefore I failed. Come to my own lane. Between Pastor Adeboye and the founder of Redeem, none is greater. Everybody had this assignment. Success must have a focus. It must have a mandate. It must have a direction. Any success must have a focus. You cannot be successful in all directions. It must have a direction where you are called. And that's the assignment I want to give you. Go and discover yourself. Stop behaving like water that flows in every direction. Discover what God has called you to do. Because that is the only way he will measure you. When he just gave those talents and he came back, he measured them on the productivity of the assignment he gave unto them. The race for success must be run in the direction of your calling. Take that one down. The race for success is personal and is individualistic. You are the individual. You are the, you are the person. Your race must be personal. Oh yes, you can compare yourself with people in your lane. In your lane. In your lane, in your calling, but not looking around for people that are not going in your direction. Until you know the direction of your life, you have not started the journey. Until you know the direction of your life, you have not started. You have not started. That's why I'm praying that Almighty God Himself, the Father of Light, will reveal your direction in Jesus' name. It's important that you run a race, but it's more important that that race must be focused. It's important that you succeed, but that success must be along the line that God has called you. That's why when we go back to the to the to the to the text that we read. God said, a voice came from heaven, said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. In other words, this son satisfied me. Everything I lined up for him, he will do. <coughs> I'm pleased with him. The assignment I've committed into his hands, I am pleased with the way he's doing it. Some of you have assignments that God has shown you. How pleased is he with what you are doing? How pleased is he with your service in the house of the Lord? Even if you have not discovered yourself, you have discovered yourself as a child of God, you have discovered yourself as somebody that must serve God. How well are you serving him? This is does not only apply to the, to the organizational performance, even your own spiritual performance. How well are you doing? In your, I'm not even saying the house of God. In your personal devotion with God. 
The house of God can sometimes be a camouflage. It can be a facade. But you cannot lie to yourself. You cannot lie to yourself. You are serving God, but how well? That which has committed into your hands. Is it still in your hands? My message to you this morning is that as you discover yourself, maintain your lane. Just maintain your own lane. One of the things that makes people to lose races is when you cross lane. Abi, especially when you are doing 100 meters, whatever, Abi, long distance. Have you seen somebody, they put you in lane two and you end up in lane five, in lane four, and you want to claim the, the, the prize? No, you cross lane. It's an offense. Maintain your lane. Stop looking aside. Stop comparing yourself with, with others that are not going your own direction. Stop competing unnecessarily. Don't lose focus. Audit yourself. Personal audit. Am I going the direction that the Lord has chosen for me? Is this the way? Is this the way? It is only when you compare yourself on, uh, with people unnecessarily. You will always find somebody that is better than you. That is the truth of life. You always find somebody that God has made better than you because he has an assignment for the person. And then you begin to compare yourself with such a person. Oh, God has not been good to me. God has not been faithful. Look at this man. Look at this woman. Look at this. Look at that. And all of a sudden, the devil begins to tell you, didn't I tell you? He doesn't love you. He doesn't like you. Why don't you end it all? You need to deal with low self-esteem. It's not getting us anywhere. Unnecessary strife, unnecessary competition, unhealthy competition, it's not getting anybody anywhere. So I can't tell you this morning to seek the face of God. What is it exactly that you have called me to do? I know this is my profession, but even at that, how do I apply this profession to the kingdom to bring me more satisfaction? What else do I need to do, sir? That I may please you more and more. Because it's only those that pleases him that he calls his children. The Lord will announce you. He will pronounce you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. But then, before he even makes that announcement that you have pleased him, you must be his son, his daughter. That is the starting point. Before holiness, there must be salvation. Because without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. In other words, the finest seal of performance is holiness. But before then, you must give your life to Jesus. And therefore, are you here this morning? You have been coming to church. 
That's not what we are saying this morning. We are talking of a personal encounter as my Lord and my personal Savior. Are you here this morning? You want to give your life to Him? Or maybe you want to rededicate your life? Because in the time of low esteem, we sin. In the time of low esteem, we condemn God. Have you condemned God? Have you spoken things that you are not supposed to say? I want to come back home in dedication. Shall we all rise? Shall we all rise, please? If you want to give your life to him, can you wave to me wherever you are, please? Or you want to rededicate your life to him? You want to rededicate your life to him. Can you wave to me wherever you are, please? In other words, in the time of low esteem, you have sinned. In the time of low esteem, you have said a couple of things. You know, Job's wife told him, he said, curse God and die. You are in a state of low esteem, curse God and die. Even if that is not so, why don't you just lift your voice and rededicate yourself to him? Blessed is the man whom the Lord makes to approach unto him. Talk to the Lord. Say, Father, please, I'm rededicating my life unto you again. I want to please you. I know I've strayed away from you in the times of, of low esteem. The things I've said, I'm not supposed to have said them. When I look at others with their land and gold, I have said some things, my Father and my God. Please have mercy upon me. Draw me closer. Consecrate me to your service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Everybody needs their prayer. We all, we all, we all pass through these times of low low ebbs ask God to strengthen you from within and to put you on course ask God that he will help you to discover what he has called you to do what exactly so that is when you will be measured that's where performance measures comes in what exactly Lord what exactly have you called me to do between now and the coming week, Lord, please show up for me. Show up for me. I want to know the direction of life. Thank you, my Father, my God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. My Father, my God, I have delivered your message to your people. Let your word expand in their hearts. If perhaps there's someone in here who is so low in the spirit and is contemplating one act or the other. Father, strengthen us all in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for revelation of what your calling concerning our life is. Please open our eyes to see, Lord. Open our ears to hear, Lord. Thank you, my Father, my God. Glory be to your name, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Shout hallelujah.